This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley here with you. I got to tell you, uh, Thursday is going to be an electric edition of the show. Um, Ken and I were off yesterday for Labor Day on a magnificent football Monday, which uh, I plan to I'm never working again for the rest of my life. But God bless the people that do. Uh, we are off tomorrow on a wonderful football Wednesday because we are flying to Las Vegas because we're going to bring you shows live from Mandalay Bay Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday. And on Thursday's edition of the show, we will have a great Lochmas topic for everyone that we had a great discussion about during the break, but I'm very excited to talk about on the air live from Las Vegas on Thursday. The Heisman Trophy will be one of the topics, and I think Ken and I and Tyler all agree on the same player and just talked about it during the break, and uh, very excited to have that conversation coming up on Thursday. But that is a conversation for about 48 hours from now. Over the course of the next hour of the show, we'll bring you all our bets for tonight, which is like Here's what Jake likes in baseball. And uh, we'll also play P- P- continue playing P-squared, B-squared, all our bets for week one in the National Football League. So, Jake, bring up the recommends as we continue our breakdown of week one. And this one will probably be pretty quick. And that'll be the Bears and the Packers, Ken, at Soldier Field. Chicago now down to a one-point favor. Wow, what a shock. People interested in Green Bay. Who would have thunk it? Only us mm. back in March. Uh, not that we have to be right. Bears a one-point favor, total of 43. Uh, Ken, your thoughts here with Chicago and Green Bay. And, uh, like, would, would you bet the Packers at this number? What do you think? I don't think I would. The last time we went over this game, it was, look, uh, these are two season-long positions I have. I have the Packers. They both have the same win total, and I've gone opposite directions. Uh, I have the Packers over 7.5, and, and I have the Bears under 7.5. And, and you might be like, well, I mean, if you made those bets, like, you have to bet Green Bay in this game, right? Like, I just – those are really correlated opinions, they are and they aren't. Um, week one doesn't have to be the referendum on whether you made genius season-long bets. Here's a really fun trend I forgot to share last week. Uh, you know, the in the uh, last 25 years, you know the coach that has won coach of the year? Half of them, the last 25 years, didn't win in week one. Isn't that insane? Like, you think week like coach of the year is entirely about, like, you turn the team around, you get off to a great start, you, like, outperform expectation. You're the surprise team of the season half of them lost the first week and still went on to do that. So like, this doesn't have to be the referendum on these two teams in this game. It could be something specific to this game. We tell the Aaron Rodgers Jacksonville story all the time, like played a neutral site game at Jacksonville against the Saints. They lost what, 38-3, something like that. Aaron Rodgers, when he was quarterback for the Packers, threw like five interceptions in the game. What did the Packers do that year? Nothing. No, actually one seed and he won MVP. Actually is what happened when they lost that game week one. So just like, 
even if you have these season long positions, you don't have to like bet the week one game that matches them. I don't think there's anything wrong with this number until we know more about the teams. I think sub three either way is fine. This is one toward the bears. I'm not very interested. What I will be a little curious about is the total of the game and whether it continues dropping. There's sort of a bizarre weather forecast for week one, like scattered thunderstorms at nine different games, but like not a lot of wind. And again, like thunder and lightning, that'll cause a delay. It won't, they won't play through it, obviously. I don't think we have anything where it's like, you should bet an under because of weather. It's just where we are. It's hurricane season. It's kind of where we are on the calendar. And just like, if the weather is going to be good and we're going to see 43 in this game, maybe the over. But Nick, I, I think you're right. Kind of a quick conversation for me. I have a lot of money on Bears under win total. I have a lot of money on Packers over win total. Uh, this game specifically, I'm good for week one to not bet the game. Um, I would like some action. I'll bet the mm. Green Bay Packers at, at any underdog no number we're at a pick them. Yeah. yeah. So for it's look, you've been listening to the show at any point in between the last six months. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers for me in week number one against the Chicago Bears. All right. Uh, Conversation is going to get a little more nuanced and interesting now, I think, over the course of probably every single game the rest of the way here. Uh, let's go to the Eagles and the Patriots now in Foxborough. Tom Brady, Appreciation Day, or like whatever, retiring, you know, whatever. Uh, Nance and Romo on the call. Can't wait for it. Uh, Philly can bet down at some spots. This is three and a half. I believe at BetMGM, the number is still four. Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Eagles about a three and a half or a four-point favorite in New England. Total is 45. Talked about this with both our guests today, Pete Prisco and Brian Baldinger. Where do you stand right now, Ken, on the Eagles and the Patriots in New England? Well, it's a little interesting that the under has gotten bet to the degree it has. Uh, the point spread has kind of bounced back and forth, right? So Eagles took a lot of money at first. Patriots have taken money now to get back toward like the opener, which was Eagles by three and a half. Um, I, I go back and forth on this game a lot. It's not to say I won't have a bet on it eventually. I don't exactly know what I want to do yet. I think if I had to bet the game right now. So look, uh, where's the point spread going to go, right? Uh, Two part conversation, first part. What is the close going to be? I mean, it can never be three, right? Like, that's just insane. There's three and a half all over the board right now. Well, it's really it, gonna be it three. could be. It could be. People I, yeah, like I, you I and mean, me like, would just say the number's wrong. I, mean, I, I don't even mean could be like, I don't even mean like, oh, well, that would be crazy to me. I mean, no, that would be crazy to see it on the board, not even to me. <laughs> like, that would be really crazy uh, with the, the expectations. Take all the futures markets and kind of aggregate. Like, there's no way three is the right number if every other market's behaving rationally. Not possible. But it's also not three yet. Uh, something like what we're seeing right now? I don't know. Uh, there was a, a huge interest in betting the Eagles on game day for like two seasons consecutively. We'll see if that holds up this year where they'd get bet. But I think you see something like what you see right now. What would I bet if I had to? Uh, the Eagles. And just uh, for the new coordinators, uh, Hertz didn't play in the preseason. There's all kinds of reasons why this could be rusty. I mean, it's it's new systems and it's uh, quarterback playing his first action. So, of course, it could look bad. Just uh, the Eagles line of scrimmage dominance like didn't go away. That didn't go anywhere. And against this team, it should be no different. And for whatever it's worth, I don't know if it's worth a lot, but like I talked about this before, just the Patriots seem to kind of be set now for a couple of years as a team that really beats up on like Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, uh, defense game planning against bad coaches, bad teams like Patriots run up the score in those situations. They win close games a lot of time against teams. They didn't win the Raiders game last year, but they win close games a lot of times in teams in those situations. And when they like really step up in class now, they're just not good enough anymore. And they get worked by all these teams uh, that have much better rosters. They can't overcome that gap anymore. It happened a lot. Last couple of years happened a lot last year. Why isn't this that? So just like, now it's like, well, why don't you bet the Eagles? Because it's four. But like, I, I see a lot of money coming on the Patriots and I'm just like, 
I'm not I'm not interested. Like I'm really not. It would be Philly or nothing. I just don't know if we're at a point where I would buy Philly. That is my only concern right now in this game is am I bidding Philly? Am I betting Philly yes or no? Would never bet New England and anything around this. Uh hear me out. As we shoot the lights out and hide till it's bright out, which we'll do later no in the boy. week. Eagles plus nine in the monster. How many points am I adding? Oh, 13, right? That's the monster? 13. 13? Yeah. We're, we're, we're going through zero and crashing through key numbers out the other side. Like Patriots are going to blow them out? But I'll, I'll I, tell you another I thing. Guess, I don't know how under 58. Up three and then pick six is how you lose. Play this game for 120 minutes. I don't know how under 58 comes in unless the Eagles score every point. Like I just, uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Like Eagles, but I mean... Eagles plus anything. Sure. Okay. <laughs> like, what, what am I saying? No. <laughs> I just don't like, do you, at, at four, would you ever bet the Eagles? Are you like trying to get a better number? I think you like the Eagles also in the game, right? I do. And, and Prisco said earlier, like, he thinks I like the Patriots. I don't. I like the Eagles. Um, I'll, How about this? Thursday night, 8, 9, 8, 19 p.m. Eastern time. The Super Bowl 57 Memorial Moneyline Parlay. Mm. Chiefs, Chiefs and Eagles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I get it. Like, there's lots of interesting things about this game. Oh, the Eagles have two new coordinators, and, you know, Belichick's got an offensive coordinator that's not incompetent again, and, you know, maybe that, like, means better things for Mac Jones and the offense. All of that can be true over the balance of the season. I just, I I think I kind of take Pete's approach here. Like, I really worry about the Patriots in this game holding up at all, ever. And uh, I think it's going to be really tough. I think just, I... Playing the Eagles probably going to end up being a lot, lot similar to playing the Eagles last year. Just they're awesome everywhere, and they're awesome at the line of scrimmage. And I don't think the Patriots are that good there. And so the number is at least right, or I would want to play Philly, but I have not bet the game yet. I think that kind of explains like the under movement, though, right? If we think you know Philly's going to dominate the line of scrimmage, New England might not score. But also, we like the Patriots' defense, right? So maybe this won't be a game where the Eagles roll out of bed and score thirty. I'm not saying I would bet the under, just to, like I kind of understand why the why that move has been sure. made, right? Why we're sitting at 45 now. And I and I flip flopped on this game a little bit. Like I, I like the about a month ago, it was like, man, what game stands out? Man, maybe I like the Patriots. I remember saying that on the air too. And this just shows you, like, over the course of a season, until you get into like the week or the month of, unless you're betting something because you think it's going to move a lot, it's just that it's just like ah, I kind of like this in the game, or I kind of like this in the game. And I, I don't know about you, I mean, I changed my mind like a hundred times on this stuff over the off season because the, the, no bets are going in the account. The only bets that are going in is like, well, this is three, and a guy's about to like be announced that he broke his leg and it's going to go to six or something. Like that's the only reason you're making the bets at that point. And there there weren't a lot of those for me. So yeah, I just I, I think I'm going to end up betting Philly if it's like three and a half, one ten maybe. But uh, but I, I don't know. Nothing. I have not bet anything yet. All right, you better be better here with Nick and Ken on a terrific football Tuesday. P-squared, B-squared, bets and analysis for week one in the National Football League. Ken, let's go to the AFC West, where the Denver Broncos host the Las Vegas Raiders. Denver, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Remember this open to pick them? That was funny. Uh, this was four-and-a-half um, about a week ago, right, basically? And now yep. we're sitting at three-and-a-half. Total here is 44. Um, we'll see what happens with Chandler Jones. For people that don't know, uh, Chandler Jones was posting like a series of really profane Instagram stories this morning. Apparently, like the Raiders were not, who knows what the story actually was. Like he wasn't able to get into like the Raiders gym. So he was working out on his own. He posted personal text messages. He sent to Raiders coach Josh McDaniels, then deleted them. So like, 
he could play every snap and have four sacks in the game, and I don't think anyone would be surprised. Um, so, like, that situation's got to get figured out. And I don't think we're going to see Jerry Judy in this game for the Denver Broncos, right? He was injured um, in training camp for the Broncos, which means that their two wide receiver sets would be Cortland Sutton and the rookie Marvin Mims. Uh, Denver 3.5-44. Can Broncos and Raiders any bets here in the AFC West? Game one for Sean Payton in Denver. Yeah, I mean, it just you, you couldn't imagine... To go back to the Baldy quote earlier, which I've started to buy into, just like the the value of coaching and and how you can't you almost can't underrate or overrate. Sorry, you can't almost overrate how important it is to handicapping a game or how a team's going to play during a season. Same with quarterback play, obviously. I mean, this is the biggest coaching mismatch you could possibly imagine. Now, when we did this game originally, when it was like that four and a half five range, all I said was just look, like you know, Sean Payton's awesome and Josh McDaniels is terrible, and everybody agrees on that, and uh, and maybe Russell Wilson's cooked. And so, like, this point spread is kind of a creation of, like, Sean Payton hype, which can be realized that he could actually coach them to a really good record this year. But, like, it's there's that's already in this. And I think I still kind of feel that way. Like, eat three and a half, four, but with a depleted roster is kind of the same as four and a half, five with a healthy roster. It's just like, no, 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 like, Payton's that good that he's deserving of being more than a field goal with a depleted roster against a, a slightly subpar team. So... I don't think anything, I know the number has changed. I don't feel like the handicaps changed, which is just, I think I just agree with Denver more than three. And I, I'm, I don't know what Sean Payton's going to do this year. I don't know what's going to happen in week one, but uh, in this kind of a coaching mismatch kind of a game, like I, I just, I don't think I would click the button on Vegas. I understand why they're appealing. I just, uh, I don't think I'm going to have a bet in the game. But like, I listen, you no, know, you know me. I would never try and tell you that, like, oh, yeah, the coaching, that's, it's close between McDaniels and Payton. Yeah. Of course it's not. It's the worst you could have, honestly. It, it's like, I guess it's, I guess you could have, like, Andy Reid and McDaniels, which we're going to have twice. Yeah. 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 Well, that well, was Raiders up 17 up. Well, I guess the Raiders did cover in the first game. Didn't cover in the second one on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever that was. 17-point lead. Yeah, right. I, I, and, like, and they kicked on, like, fourth and one from, like, the 35 early in the game. So stupid. Here's here's a fun one. That's just Daniels. Quick 10-second handicap. They they get up, like, 14-0, 17-0 in Denver in this game. I mean, if you're not clicking Denver every commercial break for the rest of the game, then you're nuts. Like, I mean, just, it's great. I, I The McDaniels, he is going to be good for two blown leads at some point this season of more than a touchdown. And I am looking out for him, and I'm going to be hitting the button every time. Maybe this is one. Who's the Broncos quarterback in that scenario? What, in this game, where they're down 17 nothing or whatever? Well, if Russell Wilson's going to yeah. start. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I would live pet the Broncos. I know it's McDaniels. I, I think Russ is, is cooked. Well, here's a fun one. If it's seven, well, in week one, you'd never see Stidham. But like, second meeting of the season, 17 you can, nothing. Yeah, maybe you be. see Stidham. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm really mad at myself because like we, we talked about this a lot when it was four and a half and then like I didn't bet it and now it's three and a half and I feel like I I feel like I'm just gonna bet I feel like I'm gonna bet the Raiders to win the game or, or maybe I'll take the three and a half I don't know because like Baldy was saying before and I think I even said I don't know if I typed it in the chat or show chat or said it off air when we went to break right. like doesn't this just feel like Denver wins by three at the gun like game winning field goal is time because they're smart Broncos and win. Vegas is dumb. They're smart right, and Vegas they're smart is dumb. And, Vegas and, is dumb. Yeah. And, and the Raiders and the Raiders cover. Like I get it, Man. Peyton's better than McDaniels, but you need him to you need the Broncos to win by four. I don't like think Denver's really that good. It's possible. I don't I don't have a good answer to that. I mean, nobody knows where the Broncos are gonna be. They're I think they're the team that everyone's honestly, I don't even know if split is the right word. Much like, have you ever heard? Have you heard anybody this offseason say they don't like Pittsburgh? Everyone loves them. 
have you heard anyone say like i love den everyone's like well i'm really skeptical that's like the consensus opinion well i'm really skeptical i don't know man the guy wins like you know 70 percent of the games he coaches and he won a super bowl like i maybe they're good and he's facing mcdaniels at home with a good home field advantage and three and a half seems okay to me <laughs> i don't know that's just me yeah, I think this will be a bet my opinion game, which might be worth nothing, my opinion. Has been in the past. Uh, I'll end up with a bet on the silver and black. Coming up next, Chargers, Dolphins, Seahawks, Rams, and the Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday Night Football. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.